Hello, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me is a woman who just hurt herself from going cross-eyed, Alicia Tobin. Ow. <laughs> I was trying to make you laugh, but now my eyes hurt. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> I can get you an eye patch, make it feel better. No. No. Too much. Eye patch is like such childhood trauma. Yeah, no. Okay, sorry. I have one that's really cool. It's like beaded with a tassel. <laughs> Where's the tassel? Dangling the down the face. <laughs> From the center. It's okay. It's not really an eye patch. I'll tell, I'll show it to you later. Wait, it's a <laughs> it's a nipple thing. It's a merkin. <laughs> it's not a merkin. It's a what No, I got it at at um, Dresso, and it's supposed to be for oh, your and shoulder, and it's supposed to be for like a fancy marching band thing. But I thought it'd be really cool to turn it into an eye patch. Anyway. Our guest today uh, is a local spaceman, <laughs> Michael John Unger. Uh, hi. Hi. Who are you? <laughs> well, I'm a spaceman. <laughs> yeah. I just arrived uh, outside uh, your fabulous studio here yeah. to be on your podcast to talk South about- Granville Studio. It's called Tonehenge. Tonehenge? Mm-hmm. I thought it was called Toe. Hedge. <laughs> no, no, I don't like that that's at all. Worse. But really, that's kind of just what Stonehenge is. It it's is sort of like hedge. a toe hedge. Fucking that place is gross, yo. <laughs> Who wants to go there? A bunch of stupid ugh. <laughs> I never knew you felt this way. Have, you, have you ever? Have you? I, guess, I assume neither of you have ever been there. Whatever. I've, I've been past it, but like I didn't. I gave it the finger. <laughs> <laughs> I went. Passed it and I didn't stop because I heard it's quite expensive to actually go up to it. What you like? You you can't just go up no, and it's look like, at it. It's a, with it's, binoculars. I mean, you could, but you can't get very close to it. Like there's just somebody standing. Like no, there's a gate around it. I think. Really? I guess because yeah. it's really old. Yeah. Well, I think they need to like the money for admission goes to like maintaining the site. Who? What exactly are they maintaining? Um, just like cool toe hedges. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I don't think the stone hedge isn't. Stonehenge? Stonehenge. <laughs> now I don't know what it's called. She doesn't believe it exists. <laughs> I think that it is fine and neat, and I don't know why I said those jokes. I like the Kleenex boxes that have the hinge on it. I don't yeah. know if it's Stonehenge or a lesser hinge. There it's are, a hinge, though, not a toe hedge. There are lots of hinges yeah. in, the, uh, in the UK. Yeah. How many? What exactly is a hinge? <laughs> it's like a stones in a Circle. formation. And I think it, this, I'm not the expert here. We've got a real spaceman. <laughs> it has to do with like the equinox where like the the celestial bodies fall. Yeah. Well, essentially, you know, before we had like GPS and before we had like calendars to tell time, they would build like these big um, monoliths and stone structures so they could sort of mark time. So when the sun hit them and the shadows would fall on certain places, um, that would be able to mark like, oh, yes, we're in springtime now because yeah. the shadows are falling in this That's angle. beautiful. Time for the birds to fuck. Yeah. Today I made a cloaca joke oh, nice. to my friend Allison. Beautiful. Because she's we're making a joke because our car is covered in bird poop and she hasn't had a chance to clean it. And then she said something about birds shitting. And I was like, it's actually pee and poo. And she's like, and I'm like, it's from a cloaca. And she said, I know what a cloaca is. And I was like, fine. She's like, you know that they they shit and they piss and they fuck in the, from that hole. And, I'm, yeah. and then I said, same. same. Yeah. <laughs> and then she got mad at me. <laughs> she's like, you're disgusting. It's great. I love, I love <sighs> when people pronounce it cloaca. I like it because it sounds like cloak. 
Wacka. I think it sounds like wacka, wacka, wacka. Wacka, wacka, wacka. Wacka, wacka, That's the sound it would make as it's flapping. I don't think it flaps. It has wings. A bird. A bird has wings, yes. Is that Pee Wee Herman? What? Wacka, wacka. No, that's the Muppets. That's Fuzzy Bear. Why was I thinking Pee Wee Herman? I mean, that's it. Right there, okay. That, yeah. Um, I was really excited. I don't think you finished introducing no, who yourself. Are you? Uh, didn't I? You're uh, a henchman. I'm a, I'm a henchman. I'm a toe henchman. I'm here no. to <laughs> clip leave. your hinges. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, no hinges here. No. Yeah. I, I actually have, I, I hate feet actually. Same. So, uh, I think we talked about we that. We did. Yeah, I think we yeah, bonded yeah. about uh, how much that I dislike, especially flip-flops. Yeah. It, uh, I live in Kitsilano. Oh, I'm sorry. And, uh, well, I live, it's near work, so I can walk to work you're close okay. to and your flip-flops space hunter <laughs> i don't think i've ever Do you always wear like loafers and shorts in the summer uh i'm not really wear a shorts guy I, i'm a pants guy in the summertime as well same as jay when you go swimming uh i don't go swimming I'm swimming pants <laughs> oh you really no i just don't i <laughs> i don't get an opportunity to, i i'm not going to swim in these crazy waters here there's uh, all sorts of weird algae things in the water here. Yeah, uh, I like swimming pools. I love pools. Yeah. They smell so good. That chlorine. Mm. Mm, in, yeah. Not as much. What? You Listen, like the smell of chlorine? Love it. Happy childhood memories. Really? My dad's throwing chlorine to the pool. <laughs> having to wait until it had dissipated a bit you and burned off a bit, and then getting in and <laughs> scaring my cat into the pool. Yeah. <laughs> having a permanent scarf over my head. Deeds. Aww. I love that cat. I don't know why I startled her. I mean, you didn't do it on purpose. I wanted her to stop drinking the pool water. I, mm. I feel like cats are so curious about water that you just need to give them a little push sometimes to be like, find out for yourself. Also, her brother passed away in that pool. Oh, oh no. wow. I so didn't I know think the it was rest probably, of that story. It happened the winter before. Wow. That's dark. David. His name was David. David. And what yeah, was her name? Eye, one green eye. Anyways, like, who are you? <laughs> so, Get over well, Kitsilano. So <laughs> no flip flops. <laughs> no flip flops. The reason I live in Kitsilano, because why would you, uh, is because I work at the Space Center in Vancouver, British Columbia, which is located in Venue Park in Kitsilano. And I'm the program coordinator there. So all of the programs we do, the, the, everything from the schools to the evening programs to the the weddings that uh, your band performs at for our coworkers. Yep. And that was neat. That was a that was a Peppo of the Week that wedding. Was it? Yeah. I made a whole wedding Peppo of the Week that one time. Yeah. Former guest Ben Jacques and hopefully future guest Aaron Green. She'll, get, never she'll get on the show. I'll make it happen. I I'm her so. I'm her boss. Yeah. I, mean, I have to make her. Can you de- demand? Yeah. Command? Absolutely. Aaron Green, if you're listening, get on Retail Nightmares. She's not listening. <laughs> She's too busy. <laughs> um yeah, that's a very cool job. It is fun and it's something that you know, it's a weird thing to think about what I was doing in my life when I was younger and where I am now because I didn't go to school for science, but mm. I have been obsessed with space since I was a kid. And how those things have sort of crossed paths is, a re- is really kind of weird and interesting. Uh, but I like doing events. And that's also kind of like something new because when I was a kid, I was very introverted and I didn't like talking to people. And somehow I started doing theater and comedy and now doing science events. And it's uh, crazy how your life can just like take these like 180 degree turns. And uh, every day I try to learn something new, um, which is what I try to do at the Space Center by doing different kinds of programs. But that's just one of the things I do. I have like all these weird side projects that I do. Yeah. Uh, 
Another th- project that I work on is uh, a lecture series that we do at the Fox Cabaret called Nerd Night. Yeah. And we bring up scientists or just artists or passionate people to come up and it's kind of like a TED talk, but like super casual. You have a beer in your hand or a wine or fernet, if you will. Uh, that's my usual drink of choice on really? stage. And what is it? Fernet? What's a Fernet? Like I a, thought it was Fernet. It's like a, uh, is it Fernet? I don't know. I just assume everything's like French pronunciation. I think it's Fernet. Fernet. Yeah. There's a street it's like, it's like a liqueur. called Fernet. Really? It's a liqueur. Fernet. Yeah. I could have got you that. I kept Fernet. asking you what you wanted to drink and you're like, just get me the cheapest wine there is. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's my style. The cheapest wine there is. So you drink a Fernet, nerd night. What mm-hmm. sort of topics have you had? So, uh, yeah, a farts. We haven't had a farts, but we could certainly have a fart have talk. I am an expert. Are, are you really? <laughs> Seriously? No, just kidding. I've never farted before. Well, you were writing a book about farts. We were just talking about this. Or... I may be now writing an essay about farts <laughs> to make up a word count in my... So in my... this is actually a topic that we could actually potentially have on. You know, I think that if maybe there might be another topic I prefer to talk to a crowd about. <laughs> Or do you have a podcast based on farts? I would like to to uh, perform a monologue about yeah. my life's work, which is trying to find a way to turn pee into poo. <laughs> <laughs> you just cracked yourself up. You can't even open both your eyes at the same time. You're laughing so hard. <laughs> You can barely get it out. We were both just like so, so interested in what I was about to say. (laughs) Well, I knew it was going to be something dumb. (laughs) Just kidding. That's Jay's life's work. It's not mine. Um, Turning pee into poo? Yeah. And vice versa. I feel like at nerd night, people would just be like, how did this dumb person get on if I was on? No, absolutely not. It's where it's so about somebody up there talking about something that they're actually passionate about or like have like a secret knowledge about mm-hmm. you don't need to be an expert in like some people have weird hobbies but they just really know about something and it's a it's an oral history that we can share with each other and it's a place you know to meet people and not be weird about like hey do you want to talk about this weird thing that i'm really passionate a bunch of, about just a bunch of guys that like burlesque that show up <laughs> no, well we have had a talk about burlesque but okay. it's like but how it's not comedy Sorry? No, it's not comedy. No, it's it's a whole other different thing. Yeah. Okay. Alicia's got firm beliefs about burlesque. Let's, hear about, let's hear about your beliefs on burlesque. What about the Seinfeld burlesque? It's not comedy. You don't think that's comedy? I don't see I've it. I've never I seen it. I think it's it. a comedic performance. But I, I don't think that it's the same as what... Like, I don't think it's like improv or sketch or stand-up. And it often like uh, gets kind of... Lumped in? Lumped in. Mm. But Lumped. it's just different. It's its own thing. I mean, and it, it's really difficult. It's a, it's not an easy thing to do. I'm not putting it down. Uh, I just don't care for it being like people say I'm a comedian because I do burlesque. Yeah. It's not the same. No. Yeah. I don't even people, when people try and say I'm a comedian, that I'm being like, said, nope. like I've met people that do burlesque that are hilarious and they're amazing on stage and they're definitely comedic performers. You should see this body. So maybe I don't comedy. know what I'm talking about. Who knows? I don't know. Like April O'Peel is hilarious. Yeah. Extremely talented and very, very funny woman. Is that just someone who uh, dresses up like a big banana and slowly peels it? I think she may have done a banana act at some point really? and it was amazing. Hmm. Anyways, it's not a, I won't be yelling about burlesque on your show, but if I ever <laughs> thought of something that I'm really passionate about, I would be on dogs. 
Yeah. Dogs. Probably dogs, yeah. Jessica could do cats. I don't That'd need be to a pretty be hilarious on the show. show. I, don't, I'm I think the two of you need to come on together and just do... Merkins. Just do this. Just do this about Merkins. I just want to talk about Merkins. That was last week, wasn't it? Was it? You two guys talking about a lot, a lot about Merkins about last Merkins week. We talked about Merkins a lot. I ta- talked about how one armpit is really stinky and the other one's normal amounts of stinky. <laughs> I, I'm the same way. Always well, yeah, stink. I always had one that sweat more, but neither of them really smelled. It's just stinky. Mine's just stinky because it can't lift up. Well... And lift up a bit. Yeah. It's very warm. How are your <laughs> armpits doing? <laughs> My armpits, uh, you know, they think they're doing okay. They're doing okay. <laughs> they're doing okay. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Are um, there armpits in space? <laughs> you know, that's a great question. Well, what's interesting thinking about bodily fluids in space, Talking about, speaking of pee and poop, yeah. those are our Say two again. most asked questions <laughs> from kids when we're doing uh, shows about yeah. astronauts in space. It's like, uh, how do I pee and how do I poop in space? And they ask the question, but they don't quite know just how gross the answer is going to oh, be yeah. because it's pretty gross. Go on. So for one, you astronauts actually do drink their own pee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they just do it for fun. It's a hobby. There's water, right? It's just to gross each other out. <laughs> well, they, they can't. Yeah, they're chug, just, they're chug, just chug. Like, How much pee can you drink today? They like, do a, a keg stand, but the keg is filled with pee. Yeah, exactly. And then it's kind of like, like, can I drink your pee today? And I'm going to drink John's pee tomorrow. You know? <laughs> Wait a second. That's not. Okay. So it's they, real, do, they do, they do like Dune. Yeah, because the, they all, wear their still suits. All of the, um, all of the moisture that comes off of our bodies, like when we sweat and when we pee, all has to go back into the, uh, this like recycling system so that they can drink it because water is heavy. They can't just be blasting up, you know, uh, Evian bottles up to the space station for once well, in a while. What do their dogs drink then? <laughs> well, the dogs, you know, uh, just they just drink their own poo. That they we have, they have this pee to poo converter um, that is specifically just for dogs. So they don't bring any water with them, or they bring a some? little bit. A little and then they rely on that. They have a swimming pool. Well, how though. does it get sterilized? Like I know urine when it comes out of your body, perfect to drink. You can do it on Earth also. Yep. I know. I think Gwyneth Paltrow does. It was it was actually developed for the International Space Station and they a lot of the technologies that they develop for up there they bring back to Earth. Like saran wrap. Uh, like saran wrap, like tang and Oh, two great things. I know. My right? f- my friend's grandpa was on the team that invented saran wrap. Shit. And they did it for NASA. Why did you not tell me that before? He was also part of the Manhattan Project. So oh, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. He's dead now, though. Well, but yeah, I did get to meet ago. him before he died, and it was pretty cool. He was wearing a suit, and he was just an old man wearing a suit for, like, no good reason. Once I met a retired food scientist on the train from Portland back to Vancouver, he's, like, 88, and he used to work for, like, big cereal companies and things like that, and he was so beautifully dressed. It was bonkers. He's just taking a train ride to meet his friends in Seattle. Well, you got to dress that nice. Pink on the train. Oxfords. What? That's nice. God, like they're that. beautiful. It sounds like he's from space. He had a lot of money. Yeah. He made a lot of Saturday mornings happen for kids, I think. Really? Weird puff cereal stuff. But it's that's a fascinating job to me. Food scientist? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily an ethical job, <laughs> but I think it's very interesting. I just tried uh, two new cereals that were a bit like mind-blowing to me okay was one koala crisp um cookie crisp cookie crisp. whoa cookie crisp. that's an oldie bitty goodie that's dave shumka's favorite really i used to bring that back for him yes i feel like he was taste. a cookie crisp guy it's what is maybe cookie it was crisp? my friend it's like tiny cookies and then you pour milk over them 
They didn't. And, and this is a breakfast cereal. Yeah. And there's a wolf is is the the mascot. I was cat sitting for my two god kittens, Oprah and Otto, and their their parents, Sarah and Donald, left Jay and I a whole table full of snacks. And one was a box of cookie crisp and one was a box of like seasonal. It was like they were cinnamon toast crunch, but it was like holiday version. It wasn't cinnamon toast. It was sugar cookie crunch or whatever. Wow. So all the little cinnamon toast crunch guys were all like uh, bleached (laughs) and like wearing little scarves. And like, I think there was ice skating or something. So what did you think of cookie crisp? I really didn't like it. I think that was my memory of it as well. It, Quite bland. It, yeah, not really much flavor. Like it's not as good as actually having cookies and milk. Yeah. Which is what you could be having for cookies breakfast, like best. what I had for breakfast. I it didn't stop me from eating the whole box. <laughs> That's <laughs> the thing about cereal, it doesn't fill me up. Well, it's it's really it's really dried like things that you shells of like bugs. S- yeah. Like space food. It's like it is like space food. What and do it, the space guys eat? <laughs> Well, it's also pretty gross as well. Like they have like like super dehydrated things that come in these packages um, that kind of look like uh, canteen water bottles. And then they they add like a little bit of water into them on the ends. Do they use their recycled water? They Yeah, they use their pee. Uh, it really, like they use their pee to like put a, a rehydrate, the, uh, rehydrate the packages and then they, they have their food. But every once in a while, when they get a new shipment up, they do get some like um, some nice food. Like they have like these things that are stored that won't expire, that are sort of like in like the shelf. Uh, but every once in a while, they get like a resupply ship, and every astronaut gets like a couple things that they can ask for. Like, oh, I'd like to make burritos today, oh. but super bland burritos. Like Space burritos. I think Chris Hadfield his like. There's a video you can watch where he makes a burrito, but it's really funny. Like all he puts on it is honey. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. It's not really, uh, it's sticky. Like you can't have things that are flying Flying around. around, Like you have lettuce on the burrito. It'll just fly off. Once I, somebody's dad, when I was in like grade two, went to the space center, Epcot center, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't remember how, or we went to visit NASA. I don't remember the story because all I remember is freeze dried ice cream. Yeah, that's yep. like you can get that at the Space Needle yep. even. Well, you can you can buy it at the Space Center. Yeah, I, I should have brought you some, but it's gross. It's so a, it's oh, I liked it when I was a kid. Maybe because I was a kid though, because your palates are. Yeah. It's just sort different. of like freeze dried flavors. Just, yeah, it's just yeah. freeze dried flavor. And then your saliva sort of rehydrates it. Mm-hmm. I have such Mental a fun that. memory of that. Maybe I'll just leave it there. Yeah, I, I think that's sometimes memories are. just It reminded left. me of white chocolate, mm. like just very sweet. Oh. Just if, yeah, oh, white chocolate's so good. Mm. I bet they have that in space. I'm not allowed brown chocolate. <laughs> Is that what you would bring? Like, if you were up in space and they were like, Alicia, you can bring up anything you want, what's your choice? It's white okay, chocolate? This is a new segment. Space food. That's it. There you go. There we invented a new segment. If Honestly, could... I probably bring like something like beef jerky. Oh, oh okay, that would yeah. work because it doesn't create as a lot of. Because there's always like sugar and stuff around, but there's very rarely like something that's. 
Not chewy. Chewy. <laughs> this is a little bit more sustaining. And Sticking. then if Hank was up there with you, he could maybe have some of it as well. Yeah. You could both start on one Hank would look end. so cute in space. Yeah. Oh my gosh. His ears would just be floating off. <laughs> so he could really look into them, which he doesn't like. Yeah. But he wouldn't have any say in it because he could just look right in. That'd be pretty He cute. really likes it if I, I'm scratching his ears, but my finger touches the inside of his ear. He has to smell my finger. <laughs> like, and he, I did it last what? night. I was like, he's what not going to. weirdo. He's not going to. I think my last dog was like this too, though. Yeah. Animals, every time I. And the other thing is if I take an eye booger out of his eye, yeah, then he has to eat it. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Every time I've cleaned an animal's eye, they're like, what, what is that? Is that that good shit? And I'm like trying to throw it away. And then they like jump up and grab it. And you're like, you're so fucking weird. But like. I don't know. Who knows why? It's their eye boogers that, that maybe they need more protein. It's like that's my. I, I don't know. That. I mean, my dog is not a dog. He's like a different. He's from a different planet. He's from space. I had a, an Same idea planet about as you. Uh, maybe. Maybe yeah. Hank. Um, I've realized something about him. I don't. I've thought for a long time that he's not from this planet, mm-hmm. uh, or it's his first time. If you believe in re- reincarnation, it's his first time here. Because and every time he sees a dog, he's so excited, and I think it's because he thinks it's also for another dog from his planet. So when he meets the dog, he realizes it's not—it's not someone from his planet. Yeah. It's just a dog. Yeah, and he's disappointed. And then they don't speak the same language, and mm. then he's like, "Bork." <laughs> yeah, I like that. You should read like a children's book about that. Yeah, like he gets so excited when he sees a dog, and then it seems like they don't have anything in common. I, I this is I'm really relating to Hank right now. I uh, this is It's ex- easy to relate to Hank. What happens to me every time that I go out and try to try to meet people? Yeah. I just want to, you know, s- smell uh, what's inside <laughs> of my my ear and Oh, you know, okay. Uh, Maybe you are from the same planet. <laughs> I just like, love can it I so just much. Take that goop the, out of your <laughs> eye. Like, that looks so for, delicious. Yeah. Okay, what food would you take to space with you? Ooh. Um, besides eye boogers i'd also take a jalapeno edamame hummus which i just discovered at a store and it's delicious and it's not spicy wow that's like three different cultures all yeah i thought it was regular hummus with just those things it turned out to be soy based wow that's really good i'd just take dough i'm just gonna just like just pure dough yeah so heavy Mm, not like a pizza dough that's kind of like light and fluffy I think I think you you want to pick a food that's kind of you can kind of do different things with and dough you can kind of make into different shapes. Yeah, you can turn you know? it into a donut. But could you stick bake your finger it through like you're fucking it? What? No. Like make it into a penis shape. <laughs> what if someone yeah. baked it when you weren't looking and you were in space? It was your only dough. <laughs> I'd get really sad. But what if you had a, a container of sour cream to put your fist into? And I fist it. <laughs> <laughs> just put my fist right in there and it would make me feel a lot better. I just twist it back and forth. And then I probably smear it on the person who cooked my dough's face i can't even imagine you ever getting that angry um i get angry yeah but not not in i smash you don't lash out i smash you hulk smash yeah you <laughs> cream smash I cre- yeah cream smash that sounds so bad no it doesn't cream smash it cream sounds smash. bad cream smash, cream smash. <laughs> okay now the musical better. cream smash cream smash Oh, I don't know. It just makes me think your of- nerd night is you just putting your hand into a sour cream. Yeah. Can we do like a really experimental nerd night? Yeah, absolutely. You should re- visit your food blog, Nerd Night. Oh, gosh. That's not science. It, um, it, what the, it, it's not all about science. Like we were, um, I was really trying to get Amy Shostak uh, to just talk about nachos. Oh, nice. Because 
she had this nacho blog where she oh. would just like go and every time she had nachos at a restaurant, she would rate them and just talk this. about the the process of the nachos and sort of like the chip to cheese ratio. Uh, she's really, a connoisseur. And she's a connoisseur. And uh, instead she talked about, you know, improv because she's amazing at it. But I really wanted her just to talk about nachos. Well, my band has a rating system for margaritas. We call ourselves margarita inspectors. And <laughs> margaritas a, are delicious. There's a rating scale. You rate it out of 500 salted rims. Most margaritas get 500 out of 500 salted <laughs> rims. But we have given some like 498. So we're connoisseurs. So where have you had the best margarita? <sighs> In um, Margaritaville. Yeah. <laughs> we did go past there, actually. Um, I don't know. We, we went on a margarita crawl once in New York. And that turned out <laughs> to a bad night. Like, how do you go on a margarita crawl? Is there like blogs you go around to and you're like, oh, if you want to like get no, the best margaritas. You just, you just cold call it. You go to a street that has a bunch of bars and they're all having happy hour and you have a margarita at each place. Jesus. And how many did you have? I think we had like went to three different places and then one place we got a pitcher and then we sat down and had dinner. <laughs> That's good. And it was good. <laughs> it's, time to, it's time to cut some to cut this margarita yeah Ville off. yeah crash this train um but it was it's the type of thing that you wind up like becoming best friends with your server and then you, they add you on facebook and then i think adrian <laughs> still keeps in touch that's nice i don't know if she no she probably doesn't but she's very good at making friends with people when we're on tour and then when we go back somewhere she's like oh i should check in on this person i'm like you're still friends this is amazing but anyway would you take a margarita to space <laughs> I, you know, maybe maybe a nice whiskey oh. would be... And like a tube? Yeah, although... Oh, yeah. Yeah, something like a, just like a, just a big like trough of uh, of whiskey, I think. Trough of whiskey? Just a trough of whiskey. And just let it... Just, you know, just like, maybe like a like a swim in it every once in a while. Oh. You know, just like... But if you dipped your feet wearing flip-flops on them? I feel like that oh, would God, sting your butthole if you went swimming in it. It might, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> that might feel nice, though. Yeah, it might tingle. <laughs> Tickle? I don't think so. Tingle or tickle? I think the alcohol percentage is too high for a tingle. I have a new segment called Tingle or Tickle. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like any of our new segments. (laughs) I like the new segment, What Food Would You Eat in Space? If you had to, like a desert island. pretty good. But in space. But I want one and I don't want the other. How many astronauts have you met? Uh, I've met a few, actually. Yeah. Uh, I just met uh, one recently. Um, her name is, um, Heidi Stefanishin and she's American. She lives just in the States. And it was really funny because when we heard that she was coming up to do a talk for kids, you know, I sort of like, oh, I hadn't heard of her before. I'll just go quickly Google her. And all of the news stories were about how she was the one astronaut that lost the tool bag like while oh, doing no. a spacewalk in oh, space, no. which is really kind of like embarrassing. Like, why is this like the one thing? Yeah. But of course, like when she was up there in front of the kids, like she just totally owned it. And she just did this thing where like, you know, kids, like have you ever like lost something and like got in trouble? Well, Aww. like I lost the tool bag in space. <laughs> and <laughs> it was cute. it was really crazy when she was telling the story because like, She's out there doing a spacewalk outside of the International Space Station fixing, uh, I don't know if they were fixing the Hubble or fixing just something on the outside. And 
she described it wasn't her fault. There was just like a weird um, oil thing that just got oil all over her glove. And like no. she just picked it up and just slipped right off. Oh, wow. But her first instinct was like, oh, it's just like a few like inches away. I can just like jump up and grab it. <laughs> that was her first instinct. Of course, like anyone's instinct is just like, it's just right there. I'll just yeah. jump up and grab it. And of course, no, that would not have been good. Wow. Uh, freaky. But the kids... It, uh, because a demon would have come out and eaten her. Absolutely. Because <laughs> there's demo. deem, demos all deem over uh, space our deem atmosphere. Deems. Yeah. People think that like hell is underneath, but it's actually all around. Mm-hmm. I think hell's right now. Yeah? You think we live in hell? I don't think I do. I think we le- live in one hell dimension, but there are like infinite hell dimensions. <laughs> This is my religion. <laughs> Infinite hell dimensions. I'm a Satanist now, I've decided. Really? Because of watching Sabrina? No. Although I did order one of her sweaters that she wears in the show. What? I thought they were all vintage. Well, I ordered one of the sweaters. Well, I want it as well. Because also, uh, what's her name from The Good Place wears the same sweater. And I was like, after I saw it twice, what? I was like, I need this sweater. What sweater? Describe the sweater. It's a, a short sleeve turtleneck. So Ooh, I like a turtleneck. I think I know the one. A it's plus, beautiful. A plus. And it's sort of like... A caramel, yeah. No, it's not cable knit, or maybe I don't know what cable knit means. Um, it's like caramel, but also mauve stripes. Oh, I yeah. think I know the one. The first time I saw it, I like exclaimed, "That is a beautiful fucking sweater!" And then I went and horizontal found it. stripes. Ah, uh, yes. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations on your new sweater. Thank you. I haven't received it yet. It should be coming. On Michael Friday. John Unger. Would yes. you like to tell us a retail name here? <laughs> I absolutely would. Is that the? Is that what we're here for? Sometimes. No, maybe. this is called Space Poo and Pee Space. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I mean, we could start Space that podcast. Space Poo yeah. and Pee Podcast. <laughs> Are you trying to see how many knuckles it would take up to put it yeah. on a Can I get tattoo? it tattooed? I'm sure you can. Space. <laughs> Space Poo? Space Poo. <laughs> what about just Pace Poo? Space Poo. Poo Pace. Pace. Okay. Retail nightmares. I know retail that you nightmare. worked in retail. I in did your past life. Yes, because I have I've done many different things in my life before I came to before. Well, when I came to Earth, yeah. I was like, I'm here. What do I do? <laughs> and uh, someone was just like, You should go work in retail because when you have no skills, <laughs> that's what you do. You go work in retail. If so, you're lucky. I'll start sort of like the story of my retail nightmare because it actually is a real nightmare okay. of what I got involved in. But I do have oh to kind boy. of take us to the place that I was in in my life. Okay, the okay. year is 1969. It was actually 1997. Oh. oh, that's a tough year. So let's just think about what's happening in 1997. Yeah, Spice Girls. Sp- Platforms. Spice Girls. Um, Terry Cloth. Terry Cloth. Raves. Boys. Lots of Backstreet Raves. Boys. Raves, Raves, Raves. Raves. Blink 182. Blink 182. Lots <laughs> <laughs> of shawarma. <laughs> really? That's just me. Is, is that? <laughs> Silver lipstick. Silver lipstick. Oh, I had the nicest one from Mac. Nice. In 1997? Yeah, I used to wear this like beautiful silver lipstick, kind of purpley silver. Yeah, it was, I didn't feel, I, when I look back on it. Did I, we get any of it right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like 1997 is whatever, whatever it is that it was for you. And for me, it was this time period, like just after high school, like first year college for me. And most of my life growing up, I was pretty alone and like uh, introverted, like weirdo from space. No friends, obviously, because nobody wants to talk to uh, a weirdo from space. And 
but grade 12 was sort of a turning point. I got, I started playing in a heavy metal band and people were like, Oh, maybe oh. we should talk to you. Uh, and then that kind of like rolled into me deciding to go to Kwantlen college. This is in North Delta in Vancouver, which is a suburb of Vancouver. So I decide not to go to university, which a lot of people, a lot of other people did like go to UBC, maybe go to SFU, like a normal person that wants it's to overrated <laughs> probably, but also not a great decision is to stay living in your parents' basement and because Quantum College was also nearby as well. So like continue your post-secondary education and just still living at home, which was great for the first year because a few people did that. But Quantum College at the time was like this place you could transition and then go to university later. Like a normal person, me decided like, oh, I'll stay at Quantum for four or five years and get my business <laughs> diploma, which comes second year, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> All of my friends have left and here I am. I don't know why I'm getting, I don't even remember why I'm getting a business diploma anymore. I'm living in my parents' basement. Uh, 1997, I had just gotten my first girlfriend. Uh, you got it. Well, I mean, like, the, this is what <laughs> happens when you're an alien. You're like, what? How do I get? I must get? obtain Nani, How do I get the things where yeah. the kissing and things? Yeah. But I was actually raised in a Christian Baptist household. Oh, wow. So what ended up happening was she got rid of me because I didn't want to have sex wow. because of the whole going also, to hell thing. But yeah. we're, and I was like... There's no sex in space. No one was having sex in 1997. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody was. So 1997, second year... You know, virginal Michael still hasn't had sex. Had just had his first girlfriend. Also overrated. We had actually broken <laughs> up actually right after watching I Know What You Did Last Summer. Ooh. With, uh, was it uh, Jennifer... Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. And Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> yes. And Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's 1997. And Ryan Philippe. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a terrible movie. And I watched it three times <laughs> in one night. <laughs> Wait, in one night? Yeah. I didn't go to bed that <laughs> like night. Like back to back to back? Yeah. Well, we rented two movies. We watched I Know What You Did Last Summer and then also She's All That. And then we liked them both so much that we watched them both again. And then I think we watched as like we fell asleep. We were watching I Know What You Did Last Summer again. But it was like it, the scary one would scare us. And then so we like, OK, let's let's watch. We were really into Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, OK. <laughs> back back in the day. I think he this was... was yeah, he's a, he a bit of a dream, dreamboat. Yeah. He's still married to Sarah Michelle Gellar. Is he really? Yeah. That's lovely. They make cookbooks Buffy. together. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I, but the thing was, is that I was like in going through this phase of like being like a film snob, you know? And oh, yeah. It was like, you know, that, you know, you're. No, I only watch The Pillow Bug. <laughs> exactly. I only watch uh, Mishima, Life in Four Chapters. Oh, I just watched that. That's great. It's, it's so pretty. Uh, and. I was just like, I was just like so dismayed that anyone could possibly watch this film. And like <laughs> she, she dumped me. And then like a week later, I was like, I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> the only person that would kiss me. Oh. Uh, so here I am, no skills. And I'm like, I need to find a job. And I'm really now depressed now because I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. So I take stock of where my life is. What do, what do I like to do? What is the one thing that I like? What is the one thing Movies. that I like? More than that. Uh, space. Space. I was going to say jizz. I don't know why. Jizz. <laughs> I like space. But I have like 
I didn't go into science. But the one connection I have to space is Star Wars because I was obsessed with Star Wars. Mm. And I also developed a addiction to Star Wars toys. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So did you ever have Max Rebo? Max Rebo. He's the little blue guy who plays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's That's my favorite. Song. So good. Um, I don't know. Which it's... they changed the song oh, in really? the reissue, which oh. I was really upset of. Buggers. I know, stupid George Lucas. He's my favorite. So I would sometimes go to a certain uh, establishment uh, quite often <laughs> uh, to buy said Star Wars toys, and I thought, oh. Maybe I should work here so I could, you know, be close to the things that I like <laughs> and maybe they wouldn't be so expensive. Wow. So I ended up working at Toys R Us, which is the start of my retail nightmare, uh, which I think you has it been a retail nightmare before on the podcast? Graham Clark. Yeah, I yeah, know. Graham, Graham, like Graham has a retail nightmare from that. Perhaps I He's been on a few times. Is it has there ever been and it's sorry to divert, has there ever been any trends uh in terms of like have you ever seen like sort of like places like come up again oh, as, yeah. as being like, like the big chains like Starbucks? The Bay. Had a few chapters. A lot of people a lot of people like their first job will be at the Bay or Safeway yeah. or Rogers Video. A lot mm. of Rogers Video. McDonald's. Yeah. Had a couple of those. Yeah. A couple of Dairy Queens. Oh yeah, lots of Dairy Queens. Interesting. Because the thing that about this establishment is you think that it's like this really happy place. It's full of all of these like toys and, and fun things. Plastic. Plastic, yeah. <laughs> but it's actually like an awful, awful place. For for one main reason. The people that are coming and purchasing these things are terrible people or weird people. Uh, but mostly like the people that are not consuming the thing and, you know, taking part in like the playing of the thing. Like mm -hmm. the kids want the things and the parents are like, oh, fine, I gotta buy this thing. So most of your interactions are with just like, you know, dad or mom, you know, having to like spend way too much money on this thing and just getting really upset at the price and then trying to return it or blah, blah, blah. So I start working there. They stick me in the electronics department for some reason. Um because there wasn't a Star Wars toy department. That was just like one aisle. <laughs> I start... like, did you read my resume? Exactly, right? <laughs> and I start working there and like the first day, you know, I'm kind of like... You're dressed like Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> I just like showed up. I'm like, ready to work, guys. <laughs> and they're like, uh, that's weird. <laughs> I can't do a Chewbacca, can you? Oh, it's really hard. I can only really do it like if I have a cold. Okay. Sort of like my Marge Simpson voice also. I don't know. So you're working there. You're working like what's in the electronics, like video games and stuff. Yeah. Like Talk Boys, uh, Tamagotchis. <gasps> oh, they those were the die hot. fast. Yeah, that I was... had one of those. Well, I had the knockoff Dinky Dino. Dinky Dino. Oh yeah, yeah. you can get those eventually at the dollar store. Yeah, I think you still can. <laughs> and w the only bright spot of working in the electronics department is that uh, we did have movies, VHS, mm. and they would always be like a featured movie that was being sponsored probably by Disney or some company that was, so they always be playing. Um, and it was always be on a loop. Oh fuck. 
which w- then turned into like a nightmare, like a literal nightmare. Like How George many? of the Jungle. Oh, no. Like eight Brendan times Fraser? a day. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. yeah. Um, My least favorite actor. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, the, Sp- the Spice Girls movie <gasps> also, which I actually grew to love. Like I went through. Because like, there's this- aliens in it. Yeah, there is aliens. Yeah. Like when it first started, I was just like, oh no, not this. Like eight times a day. And then like after like two weeks straight, I'd be like, no, I love it. I love yeah. it. I can't wait because I would. I knew all the songs. So you'll be there. It's great. And I'm just like mesmerized. And there's by a it. lot of gags in it. There's yeah. a lot of jokes. Also, Alan Cummings, like one of the oh, main. Yeah. Richard E. Grant. And Richard is in E. Grant. That like they're all yeah. really good. I remember watching it when I was babysitting somebody who's a full grown adult now. <laughs> um, with her when she's really little, and I was like, "Hey, this isn't that bad." Yeah, for yeah. a band movie, for yeah, like, not, it's not like I listened to their music. I knew who they were. I kind of looked down on them, and I was like, "This is fine." <laughs> Yeah, it's no, great. it's well put together. I still have the poster for it. <laughs> What's the redhead's name again? Scary Spice. Jerry, no, it's, uh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Howell. Or right. Ginger. Ginger. Her costumes are crazy. They are all kind of wacky. Yeah, they yeah. are kind of wacky. They're all like cartoons, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. they look like cartoons from the nineties. I still love them so much. <laughs> They're so cool. Um, okay, so how many movies can you quote like front to back? <laughs> Well, the thing was, is that I've tried to leave that behind, like this whole coming onto this podcast and talking about the story. I've not told this story to many people, but it's, it's, it's really like scarred me mainly because like this time in my life is like a really depressive time. Like, what am I doing there working at Toys R Us in Surrey on King George Highway? And I don't know how familiar you are with like this area of Surrey, but do you remember uh, the show To Serve and Protect? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like it was the Canadian cops. And every episode, they were going to this particular area of King George Highway. Wow. Like the, the Dell was like right beside where this Toys R Us was. It's a pretty bad neighborhood. It's a bad neighborhood. So we would have some sketchy people coming in. And I would just, I would have like dreams of like, I wonder if like one day somebody will like punch me and then I would get, be, I get to go home and have like, <laughs> And I'd like, get like severance or something and, you know. And then you wouldn't have to work anymore? Exactly. I wouldn't have That's to work there anymore. Job. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like what it was at, what it was like. And also, I started working there at Christmas time. Oh, no. Like, this place is bananas. Yeah, it must have been like Jingle all the way. It was like literally <laughs> like that. So one one night, which was like sort of the height of uh, of this nightmare, where it's just chaos, like people coming in, like just going crazy. I'm trying to think of like every Christmas, there was always one thing that was like the hot thing. Furby, I think, was oh, like yeah. one year was like the hot thing. Those things are creepy. And uh, the Tamagotchis, I think, were Teletubbies. the Teletubbies. Teletubbies, yeah. There was a, I can't. There was a bunch of different things. And the crazy thing about Toys R Us is that during Christmas time, you think about like somebody taking something off the shelf and then just like placing it somewhere else Mm -hmm. you know so the store was like a complete mess and constantly all we were doing was trying to like rearrange the store so that we could find things because people were screaming at us where is this where is this you know constantly where is this where is this i don't know i don't know like you're on your head is on a swivel and then we have like these managers that are coming out it was like a army like okay you go here you're on break now you gotta go you gotta go you gotta run so i'm like okay 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 it's like and then she's like no take off your vest like so you do, nobody knows that you're working here and just like run to the break room and I'm like okay but like people so know. no one stops you nobody yeah. but they still do yeah and you know you're running through and like you feel bad because the kids are crying and it's just like it's absolute chaos in there 
But the other thing that they made us do in this uh, wonderful place called Toys R Us is that we had to do like bathroom checks. So, and that's kind of like, because we had people that would clean the bathrooms kind of like after hours, but like during like these high peak times, right. like we had to go in there and just sort of like make sure that things were okay. Count how many turds. Count and how many turds are, are in there. And <laughs> these are just like. And these are public bathrooms. Public bathrooms. In a store. In a store. With children. With children. In a, in a terrible neighborhood. In a neighborhood with <laughs> some less fortunate exactly. people. And mainly it's like i don't necessarily have to go in there and like clean it but i just need to kind of like you know if i need to like call in the bomb squad or call in sort of like the hazmat team like yeah. that's kind of like the level of yeah. things that were going in there and at the height of a christmas when i'm like i have to like this is like the last thing i'm going to do before i go to the break room is kind of like check on the bathroom because it was right beside where the break room was so i'm running through uh getting past all these people trying to trying to get at me i go into the bathroom and I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to check on this. And there's just like excrement everywhere. Just like there was just a bomb went off. Oh my God. And, and I have like a really bad gag reflex, oh no. which is going to come up later for the other segment. I'll talk about that. But I have a really bad gag reflex. <laughs> and I'm just like, just like wrenching. Just like, oh, oh no, oh no. And as if like a, a real nightmare, like things start to get like hazy, you know, oh like, gosh. you know, You're like gonna pass out. I'm, I'm going to pass out here. Like this is awful. And like, you know, in the movies, like when like they do the effect where like your eyes close and then they open yeah. and you're like, what, what was happening? And I just, I look over and I see something like, like smeared on the wall and I can see like, there's a bunch of, you know, uh, crap, you know, smeared on like the wall, but I see, I see something like there's written there. Like, Oh, there's a message. Like, <laughs> what is, oh what is this message? And, and like like a crazy person I like I try to like go up and like what what has been written here and somebody has written in the shit oh, no. the word shit oh, okay. and and I'm staring at this thing and I'm like what am I doing here like it's this is a literal nightmare I can't believe that Someone is a true artist. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh God. The, the, and the real awful thing about this whole time of me working at this place, like why, why was the reason I worked it there in the first place? Toys. Toys, the, the Star Wars toys. <laughs> they don't give us discounts. Oh, what? They don't give you discounts. <sighs> okay. There was literally no reason for me to work there, but I did. Do you still like Star Wars? I do love Star Wars. Yeah. It's, loves I, I, it's, how do you feel about poo <laughs> I, well, we're gonna get to that oh, in the next okay. yeah it's, i have a bad gig reflex let's just say about that and that was like the end of this nightmare that um you know it's i couldn't get any lower that was like the yeah, lowest that i've brutal. ever been in my life which is why i don't tell this story to many people yeah, because it's really depressing it's traumatic. and it is traumatic how, um, how, how your own coming of age story right yeah it would be figuring stuff out it would be a great movie I'm moving away from your family <laughs> I'm picturing it sort of like as have you seen the movie After Hours? Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. I'm picturing that's like when you're like, this is the worst night of my life. I've reached rock bottom. Yeah. Love that movie After Hours for the listener. If you've Who's never seen it? it, it's Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn. That was uh, Martin Scorsese. Yeah. It's my favorite Scorsese movie. Really? Yeah. It's got Terry Garr in it. It's got Whoa. Cheech and Chong. Wow. Um, it's just a man having the worst night of his life. Like he's in New York City and he has to go across town and he has 20 bucks and it like flies out of the cab window 
and he gets involved in all these horrible situations where like he's not in control of anything and he winds up like it's bad but it's very very funny I love it a lot and the first time I ever saw it I I remember the library was on strike one summer and like library workers were on strike. And so there was a ton of stuff that people were donating to the library that was on my way home. And people would just donate boxes of VHS tapes that were just full of things that they would tape from TV, like movies they would tape oh, from Super TV. Channel. Yeah. And I would be like, the library doesn't want this. I'm going to take it home and see what's on it. And so I would just have like a box of VHS <laughs> tapes. And when I couldn't sleep at night, I would put them on and watch them. And a lot of them were like bad, really hacky movies. There was like Adam Sandler movies and stuff. And then bad. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> it's a lot um, artisanal. <laughs> um, but they were these really long tapes that could fit three movies on them or something like yeah. that. So I'd be like falling asleep, half awake. And then this movie after hours came on and I'd never heard of it. And it was like, perfect time to watch it it was like 3 a.m when it came on and i like i thought i would be falling asleep but i like was wrapped till the very end being like oh my god this is the best movie anyway uh former guest regan taylor and i are getting matching after hours tattoos because wow. there's one scene where he's like i think he's at a urinal peeing in like one of the weird places he winds up in and he looks over to the side and he's there's like a little graffiti of a man with a shark biting his dick off and he's just like whoa <laughs> anyway regan and i are gonna get the guy with his shark biting his dick off okay your, your tattoos are adding up and they're getting weirder as they go too like i'm it. gonna also get a zz top one on my butt <laughs> ow i got a lot of stuff back there probably Still your butt though it's gonna really hurt I've heard other places hurt more, like ribs hurt more, and I've gotten that, so I'm not worried about it. Alicia, what's your retail nightmare? My retail nightmare happened yesterday at the post office. I tweeted about it, so spoiler alert. If you follow me on Twitter, you may have read it yesterday. I was dropping off a present I got from my friend Mika, who lives in Nelson, uh, but I only mailed it on that day because I'm terrible at mailing Christmas presents. That's okay. Um, And I thought it would be quick because I went to the commercial drive post office i thought it'd be quiet it was like before five but nope there was a kind of a lineup happening and a woman using the photocopying machine and that's weird because there's a photocopier inside of where the cash area is and the lineup is kind of beside it huh. and so i was sort of guessing how long this is going to take and the cashiers at that location were taking their time with the customers and then i felt this Somebody left, so I looked up thinking the person in front of me would be moving forward. Uh-oh. But the woman at the photocopier just went and took that spot <laughs> instead of, like, you know, getting in line. And uh, then I was in line, so I got to see what was happening. She wanted to send a fax. She did not have a number for the fax machine. Mm-hmm. She also <laughs> did not... Who un- faxes? Aliens. I mean, uh, just a little bit of a description. She's a woman in her 60s, kind of like, I think she would... She she reminded me of, like, that sort of that Kitsilano hippie that... Has never really left Kitsilano. I don't know how she found her way there, but she's wearing like little jogging pants and a cute little sweater, but everything's kind of moth-eaten and like cute Adidas, but they're like maybe 30 years old. Wow. Like So it's like she doesn't get out a lot. Yeah. She it sounds like it's going to be me in 30 years. Yeah. Combed her hair in a while. I just realized that the Adidas I wear, I've had for like 11 years now. She was like, her. I, her, I have to say like her style was pretty cute. And, it was me. And she's tiny like you too, so it could be you in That's like 40 me. years. And uh, so over here that she doesn't understand how faxes work because she said, well, can when you make the fax, can you make me one copy? 
because I need a, I need those papers back. She's like, well, you get the papers back. The fax doesn't take the papers. She's like, oh, okay. And then the woman who's at Canada Post asks for a phone number to where to fax it. And the woman didn't realize that you need a, fa- a phone number for to use a fax. So she doesn't understand how the technology works. And the year is 2019 and she is in her <laughs> 60s. And so then um, I'm getting like this great customer service and the woman talks like, finds an envelope that's cheaper than the envelope I'm using and saves me like $2. And so it's take, I'm getting to really soak up this conversation beside me. And the cashier at Canada Post says, okay, well, this is going to be $43 to fax this <laughs> fax because it's 43 pages. <laughs> and we all know the reliability of the fax machine, right? Like we've all tried to send something important through a fax machine that's maybe one or two pages and it's going to fail. So the woman's like, huh. She's like, but we could express post it for you overnight for $21. And she's like, okay. And I can still see she's leaning towards the fax. And I'm like, what? Because I think she thinks the fax is going to be faster, but it's 5 p.m. And it's it's government stuff. So the government has been shut down for yeah. quite a while. Yeah. And I think it was really important stuff. Like, I'm guessing it was like tax-related or health-related stuff. <laughs> 43 pages. So anything can go wrong because faxes are the worst. Mm-hmm. And a person, an employee having to like prepare a 43 page fax is crazy. Yeah. Plus a cover letter. I would quit if I had to do that. <laughs> and this woman was so patient. And so then she's she's like, you know, we should just mail it to them. And then the woman's like, okay, let's mail it. She's like, okay, what address should we mail it to? She's like, I need an address. So it's like, oh I think God. that she wasn't from this planet. Yeah. I think that she's from Hank's planet. She's <laughs> one of the fair folk. Yeah, we, she we has kind of kids. a fairy quality to yeah. her actually. And I uh, hope that she chose the express post because it is the best option. $21 yeah. is a great savings. Yeah. <laughs> but everything was just blew her away. <laughs> and uh, I really enjoyed that. Man. Remember in Back to the Future 2 when everyone had a fax machine <laughs> sort of like in every room? Yeah. You know, like we they never got there. Is the, the one thing that they got wrong was yeah. the, I guess the one they were thing. too loud. <laughs> They were yeah. too loud? Taxes are so loud. We never had one in my house. And I just remember like how nuts it would be when you would call one of your friends in the fax line. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, ah, it'd be so scary. <laughs> just a dolphin <laughs> screaming into the phone. So yeah, that was it. The only time I ever had to use the fax was when I worked at the dollar store where we, instead of having a computer... Or doing inventory, you know, monthly or so already sounds so horrible, Jessica. By yearly, happening? you had to write down everything that was sold on a piece of loose leaf paper and then fax it when it was full. So like every day, you would be sending, I don't know, ten faxes. <laughs> God, just to there was this- no cash register there. There was a cash register, but it wasn't computerized. No, it was just like old. Did you give people tiny. receipts? Yeah, it seems like that person probably didn't declare all of their taxes. No, and it made no sense because also the store that I worked at was two blocks away from where I was faxing everything to. So I could have just gone (laughs) at the end of the day and been like, here are the pages. Anyway, if you're interested in hearing an even more terrifying story about that job, listen to episode one with Graham Clark, where I talk about when my boss beat someone up in front of me. What's your retail nightmare? My retail nightmare occurred last week when I had to go to a sort of fancy store, which I don't go to very often, but I purchased some things from Brooks Brothers because they have a yearly sale where everything is very cheap. And so I ordered some things and I had to go back in and pick them up uh, when they came in. And when I first went in and ordered the stuff, 
I mean, it was a retail nightmare because there was just like a family of richos who were like, where can we put our garbage? (laughs) Uh, I have an idea. And yeah, eat it and then turn it into pee and then drink it. (laughs) In space. Yeah. Drink each other's pee. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, But so when I went back in there, I was picking up a shirt for Jay and a pair of gloves for myself. And so I went up and I said, here's my receipt, blah, blah, blah. She went and she found it. I tried on the gloves. Great. They fit. Okay. Perfect. All of that was great. But she was a little bit flustered just by my presence because I don't think I'm your standard customer in this store. Why are you not a standard customer? Because I, I mean, I was wearing a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> a little backpack kid. Yeah. Like well, I, I said, pretty high end on that, right? Yeah. So I said, great, thank you. You know, I collected my things and uh, I said, I have a bag here I can just use. And the woman who was helping me was so flustered by the fact that I didn't want a bag from the store and that I wanted to use my own bag. And she was like, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. And And then she took out a piece of tissue paper and started wrapping everything up. And I was like, no, 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 I'm, I just, I'll use my own bag, it's okay. And she was like, not even any tissue. And I was like, no, it's okay if the glove touches the shirt. And then and the shirt was also like had plastic in it. And, and I was like, it's, it's fine. It's okay. Like it's, and my bag was made of cloth. Like it's not like it was a plastic bag. And she was just like looking at me like I was from another planet. And I, I was just, I was very saddened by the fact that uh, this is a very unusual occurrence in high-end sort of luxury retail because you always see like when you see someone on a shopping spree they have like 50 bags and each one of them has like a perfume in it 50 perfumes well i think those are the people who it's true like these bags like the idea of these bags like they're expensive to print they're probably expensive to make and they're like added value to a lot of people but Mm -hmm. that time's over i never want those ever but yeah, it's weird. It was very weird. It's weird to be treated differently too. Like yeah. really good salespeople don't. No, the woman who helped me initially was very, very Maybe accommodating. Maybe she's just a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. She, I'm starting to notice when I flashing. think people listen to the podcast. I'm having, I've had a few really? experiences recently. Have, have you ever had any run-ins? Pardon me? With people like, say, like fans of the podcast and they're like, they recognize you and they want to. Yeah. I've yeah. been with Alicia like two times when people have noticed her and been like, are you Alicia Tobin? <laughs> um but i think what no, happens is like man. <laughs> i think when people like get, like take my debit card or my credit card out of cash once in a while like i think that happened at save on the other day because people get kind of giddy and the case of this person like I've, I've just only noticed it a few times where i feel that someone realizes it's me and is like i'm gonna now act normal mm. but every once in a while someone's like i listen to your podcast and i'm like okay well i hope i wasn't an asshole when i was in your store <laughs> you're like i, hope I- this isn't going to be a retail nightmare right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you better be good. Yeah. We had somebody, I had someone come to come draw with me. Who's a, a fan of the podcast because they saw us by accident one night on a date night. Whoa. And it was really nice. They're like, yeah, we just needed to get out of the house and we went to the live podcast and it was great. And now we listen every week and Aww. we listen to it in the car. So that's so nice. Really nice. That's cool. Anyway, it's time for Pepple of the Week. Pepple of the Week. Ooh. <laughs> so as our guest, mm-hmm. 
you can lead okay lead off i've well, i've been promised there's some gag reflex well I, I did i did uh tease it a bit and <laughs> i have to i have to admit you asked me to be on the show uh but a month ago or so and mm-hmm. uh because uh i listened to the show i knew this segment was going to come up <laughs> i've actually been dreading oh no it a bit because Why? I, I have to talk about my puppo of the week which is been basically my puppo nightmare oh, that I am wow. involved in. My puppo is her name is Jaja. 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 That's nice. She's a Bijan Vieuse. Oh, oh c'est parfait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh la la. She is my mom's dog. Okay. My mom retired uh, and she immediately uh, took off to Australia to visit my sister and uh, my nieces and was like, I will be, I don't know what I'm doing, but life I'm going. Please take care of Jaja. Wow. Uh, and of course, being a dutiful son, like there's what those few things that you just have to do. Yeah. Kind of like I'm not gonna say no to you, mom. Like okay. Even if it makes you miserable. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't think so at the time. You know, if I thought logically, like, oh, yeah, that's a long time you may be gone for. This could not be great, but I don't know. I'll just see what happens this time. So. Bichons are are really like they need a lot of attention. Yeah. And I live, you know, in a in Kitsilano with the flip flops, uh, <laughs> just constant <laughs> flip flops. Like I don't like noises, you know, around me. And this dog <laughs> makes a lot of noise, um, but not like barking. Like it's not really a barker. It's just like I can hear it just like moving mm. constantly. Do you have hardwood floors? I do have. Okay, floors. so it's like click, 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 click. And I need a lot of sleep or I get cranky. And the, the click, click, click is fine, but the whining to go outside is not acceptable at 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, no. Because, you know, so, okay, fine. Let's put on all my clothes. Let's go outside in minus, it's cold out right now. Yeah. So let's go outside and let's let's get out, get everything out that you need to go. But I'm also like not prepared sometimes. So sometimes I'll go outside and like I've forgotten like the the bag to pick up the poop and I have a really bad gag reflex. And so (laughs) I'm just like, I'll just like take this big leaf and kind of like shove it over to the side. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, here it comes, you know. And (laughs) it's just... You know, I, I feel so embarrassed. Like, what is my life come to? It's like I'm in back at Toys R Us, you know, Aww. like, what am what is this? What is going on here? And I'm, <laughs> I, I take it to the, the, the dog park and, you know, I was like, okay, now let's get this off leash and let's just, you can have your time, you know. And then all of a sudden it's just off doing something weird, you know, and I'm <laughs> running through the muck, you know, ja, 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 you know, and people are like, what is this crazy man running through the dog park screaming ja, ja for <laughs> and it's it it's it's really messing with my brain like it's like it's how long do you have the dog for I, it's you know it's been almost two months oh, shit that's yeah big, that is too long that's yeah a big imposition yeah. of course you're feeling strained it's my brain is going to these places where like i i don't know what's happening i don't know what reality is anymore <laughs> like like i i wake up at 3 a.m to take it outside and we come back inside i'm like okay i'm i'm uh i'm up i'm listening to my podcast which often sometimes is retail nightmares Ooh, you know thank and you. then i'm like all right i'm gonna get back into bed back into bed here we go and I'm like what like no what <laughs> we, we just were outside like what 
Like, no, okay, you're getting played. I, I think I am getting played. Yeah. And so then I'm like, okay, I'm on to you, dog. I'm going to put in my earplugs and, you know, you can whine all you want. I know we just went outside. And so then that would like work for like a bit. I worked for one night. I worked for one night, the earplugs. Uh, the next night it happens again. And I'm like, what the hell? And like, I look for my earplugs, but the earplugs are gone. <gasps> And I'm like, oh, crap. So I, we go outside and like, and do the thing. She comes back. And then I try to go to, to bed a third time. And then she's puking. Oh, no. Guess what she puked up? The earplugs. The earplugs. Yeah, because she like... ate them. This dog is totally giving me the runaround. <laughs> I have and... so many questions for you, but they can wait yes. for after the podcast. Just from having like Hank and like stuff. Yeah. What time do you go to bed? Um, well, it's all over the place. Like I'm generally a night owl, but I, I, during the week I have to go to bed early because I have to get that, get up early for the job. So it's, I don't have a regular schedule, which may be part of the problem. You know, I'm trying Dogs to love schedules, Yeah, but two months is too long to take care of a dog. It really, is like. Does Josh just sleep in the same bed with you? No, I absolutely do not let the dog into my bed. Your mom better bring you back so many boomerangs when she comes back. Did she bring you a pair of those crocodile boots I saw on the uh, Australian border She's show? She's not allowed to bring them. Yeah. <laughs> That's, she deserves to get in a bit of trouble. She'll never get back. Yeah. Oh, Jaja. Yeah. So How much longer do you have her? Uh, I think like a couple more weeks, a couple more weeks. And every once in a while, like I, I find myself like reacting in like crazy ways where like, you know, like I'm so tired and I'm like, what do you want? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to scream. It's not going to wake up the whole building, but I'm just like, you know, you're just like, seething. you're yeah. seething. And then, and then tired. I pause. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm like the dog doesn't get it. The dog has, has brought me to the brink of insanity. <laughs> you know, when she stays with your mom, where does she sleep? Uh, I think she sleeps in the, in the bed with the mom. Like mm. we do have, um, we do have like a little bed for her. So she's not like sleeping on the hardwood floor. Like I'm not, this isn't like, no, the, but this isn't a, the U S border. Here. If a dog, like I've looked after other people's pets who are used to being pampered. And if you don't want to provide it with that same level of attention, it, can take it out on you like i've looked after a dog that wanted to be in the bed wanted to be like the center of attention if you even hugged anyone else in front of her she would growl yeah. and oh, wow. so one time i was like you're not gonna be in the bed right now and she out of spite shit on the floor despite the fact that i had just taken her out like yeah. an hour before like, how were they able to do that <sighs> i don't they know they have very limited ways of communicating yeah so i think the two problems that i would guess is that, like the dog is not getting enough exercise before you go to bed. Yeah. That's going to be my first guess. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. And it's because you're tired. And so what I would suggest, if you can afford it for the next couple of weeks, is get a dog walker. I do have like an inexpensive one that I use. But I know with Hank, like no matter what, no matter like, even if he goes out at midnight, he's so used to getting up and have getting to go to the bathroom between 5.30 and 6. Yeah. And some mornings it's just like I take him out to the front yard and then we go back to bed and he's okay for another hour or so. But no matter what, like I can go to bed at eight, I can go to bed at midnight, but at five o'clock, he's going to do that high pitched whine. Yeah. Huh. So he's hour. just, like, they just have the, the schedule thing. <laughs> so it's not your fault. Also like taking care of a person's dog, like anyone's dog for two months is too much for a person that's not an animal person. That's my yeah. best guess. Like, I think you like the dog a lot, but, and she'll never forget this yeah. commitment. Like, no, absolutely. I mean, My other thing would be like, I would like let her sleep with you for the next three weeks and get new sheets. So? Yeah, I bet it would help. 
all right, Jaja. You know, <laughs> so what you're experiencing, the frustration and everything, is the is just because you're tired. Yeah. No, and I, I sometimes yell at Hank. Like this man saw me yelling at Hank a few days ago, and I bet he thought I was a monster. But I was so tired, and like it was like the seventh walk that day. I was like, pee. <laughs> I think that's what I said. I was like, pee. <laughs> <laughs> what if he? The guy probably thought that you had never walked a dog before and you saw pee coming out of him and you were scared and you were like, pee! Why is there pee? Well, last night I took him outside. He'd already been for an hour-long walk and I, this will just like, Hank is my puppo, obviously, but <laughs> Duh. Um, I took him for this big walk and then I was having my friend Aaron over to help me with like kind of a bigger project. And so I was like, great, he'll be calmed down. He'll chew bones. He loves Aaron, so that's fine. And then he's like, no, I want to go outside. I'm like, okay. But for the first time ever, I was just in the my very nice sleep shirt and my new slippers and my new bathrobe. And I was just trying to have some downtime. So yeah. I take him outside and I just put on my ugly boots with that outfit and hope none of my neighbors see me. And then Hank's like, I think I'm just going to sniff. I'm like, no, cause I don't want anyone to see me dress like this. So I'm like, pay, pay, pay. <laughs> so I'm yelling pee at this 20 pound puff. And then he doesn't. As we're walking up the stairs, I say very loudly, Hank, sometimes you can really suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't even know uh, the things that I say to that dog sometimes. Yeah. So don't feel bad. You're just tired. And also Hank eats anytime he finds an earplug anywhere. He's so delighted by it. Yeah, they must what smell amazing. Oh, they feel good, too, because they kind of are chewy. Mm. I'm glad you threw them up. Yeah, that could have been. I I saw that afterwards. I was like, I was like, what is that? A baby carrot? Like, <laughs> no, it's just an ear. Dogs plugged. do love baby carrots. Yeah, Hank loves them. I one time uh, shared a whole bag with a dog. <laughs> she had diarrhea later, <laughs> so did I. Um, my pup of the week is uh, Oprah and Otto, the two kittens who are my god kittens, who I was looking after. Does that mean if they die, you get the cats? If the cats die. I get haunted by the ghosts of the cats. No. That's how Christianity works. Nope. It, it's true. It is. No, no, no. Neither of you know. Yeah. I swear by the devil himself. <laughs> Baptists aren't Christians. No, this is... No, yeah, I That's guess... That's a great joke. I guess it's... It was a good joke. It was a, it was a good joke. <laughs> it's a good joke. We're both crying. Um, I... Yeah, I guess that's how it works. I guess it's like a, a godparent situation. Um, they're very cute. They also feel like they are aliens, not from this planet. They don't know how to meow. They just sort of go like. <laughs> it's because they were so young when they were found, right? Yeah. So their their behavior is quite unusual for cats. Um, I guess they're about eight months old now. Um, yeah, still pretty young. But Otto's sort of double the size of Oprah. And uh, I find myself... The other thing is when you when you find yourself saying bizarre things to an animal, even if you're not mad at it, like I'll just catch myself being not even alone. Like there'll be other people in the apartment and I'll just be saying weird things to it. And then I'm like, what have I been saying for the last five minutes? Like I've been having this whole conversation imagining that they're responding and mm -hmm. it's yeah, it's not it's not happening. Um, but so they're the most relaxed cats. They can just like zonk out and you can pet their bellies um, you know, we posted so many videos of them on Instagram recently. I'm sorry if you didn't like them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, missed out. got a lot. I got a lot of, of, of responses of people being like, are these cats drugged? Why are they like this? Like, this is not how cats act. And I'm like, this is just how a cat is. If you've known it since it was 
like weeks old. So those really are beautiful cats. I follow them on Instagram. Yeah, they're very worth following. Um, it's at Oprah and Otto. And then my other pop of the weeks are my new aquatic snails. Okay, so that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Where are they? I keep them at work. You have aquatic you, snails? What? Yeah. What are their names? There's too many of them to name. I don't really know how many there are. But, um, oh, I came up with a couple names for them. Um, yeah, my friend Evan, who has a fish tank at his work, he works in a lab at UBC, um, he went away for about a month and he's the one who has the bunnies that I was also looking after. Um, and he came back and the snails in his fish tank had, uh, made it a lot. <laughs> so oh he, my said, goodness. he said he had about 800 snails. Um, and he like put out a plea for someone to take some. And I stupidly <laughs> was like, sure. And then I was like, oh God, <laughs> Um, but I love them and they're so cute. And so you have like an aquarium on your desk? I just put like a little, I went and I got a little container that you can like seal or have open in case I need to transport it. So it's just like basically like a little juice jug because they're not that many of them um, and they're really little. But and then I went and I got some um, rocks from the the aquarium store and uh, they just eat vegetables. You just like, there's a little bit of aquatic plants in there that they munch on, but you put in like lettuce or a cucumber and uh, they love I love it. them. Yeah, I love them too. They're very calming. Like if you're stressed out and you look over at them and they're just sort of like slowly hanging out. So beautiful. This sounds more, more my speed. Maybe I should get some of these uh, after Shaja Well, home. I'll happily give you a few. Sure. <laughs> I'm definitely, like I'm having a lot of people messaging me saying that they love them. And I'm like, I will be able to provide you with many <laughs> in the coming months. So beautiful. Um, I'm happy you have a pet. And they're relatively easy to take care of. And I was very uh, worried that everyone at my new job, because I've only worked there for about three months, is worried that everyone is going to be like, who's... <laughs> The weird, freaky new girl <laughs> with the snails. But snail girl. the company I work for makes a lot of products with snails on them. So they can use them as reference. So I feel like if they have a problem with the snails, then they're a bunch of hypocrites. And well, so far, your place is loaded with office dogs. That's true. And so far, and everyone, snails are a lot better behaved. Everyone has just like been head over heels in love with these snails. So what a great example of the beauty in our world. Yeah, they're great. And uh, I just worry about them when I'm not at work. <laughs> I'm going away for five days next week, but I've already got someone lined up to look after them. Is it Erin? Um, no, but she did offer. <laughs> oh, very sweet. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh yeah, one of their names is um, Quintilimus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. And then I was thinking Trintutili. Um, oh. But it's very close to my Marimo ball, which is Trantutili. How is Marimau Ball doing? Really good. And apparently you can put it in with the snails um, and they won't eat it. Oh. And it'll help filter the water. So I'm. it's like a bit of a Sophie's choice. Like, should I put the Marimau in there? Also, I can just buy another Marimau. Yeah. Marimau. But Where the, is Marimau? Uh, it sits on the windowsill behind okay. the curtain. Anyway, that's the end of the podcast. Whew. You did it. I did yeah, it. Great you job. nailed it. Thanks for having me. Um, no excellent amount of poo stories. Yeah. Yeah. I, we met our quota. Yeah, definitely. We're not going to. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I find that this kind of gag reflex stuff comes up a lot, especially if people haven't had, men haven't had kids. It seems very common in men. Is hmm. it? Well, I learned from. Around like dog poop and stuff. Yeah. 
I learned from Dave Shumka that if you squeeze your thumb, it suppresses your gag reflex. Yeah, did he learn that when he's changing diapers? Maybe. I don't know. But he talked about it on uh, whatever his podcast is called. And uh, Stop podcasting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that that's one. it. Um, so a tiny little podcast called Stop Podcasting Yourself um, with but, hosts woo! Dave Clark and Graham Shumka. <laughs> the Dave Clark Five. Um, but ever since I heard him say that, I have now been squeezing my thumb. And I don't know if it's like psycho sexual, but I get a boner every time. No, <laughs> it works. It really works. Like I can stick my finger all the way down my throat and I don't puke. Really? <laughs> yeah. Dave is so smart. Yeah. He knows about <laughs> squeezing fingers. Mm-hmm. I get to work with him next week. I'm excited. Oh, you changing diapers? No, I'm terrible at that. Yeah. I I've done it, but I, just, I don't, I think that's just something you practice. Yeah. No one's like a natural I feel like the babysitting was just so terrible. Even as an adult, I was like, I'm so sorry. Your diaper does not. I hate babysitting adult babies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If people want to find you, if they want to come see nerd night, what do they do? So, uh, when is this podcast coming out? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So actually on the Wednesday, January 23rd at the Fox Cabaret is the next nerd night. Oh, Perfect. Uh, we've got talks on radon, uh, talks on becoming an astronaut. Uh, there's a a kinesiology professor that applied to be an astronaut, did not get in. I love failure stories. So I want to hear his story. Full of them. Yeah. And, uh, and prison health. There was another, um, researcher that uh, talks all about, um, about uh, cleaning up prisons because they're awful places. Man, I wish I could be there. Um, but every month at the Fox Cabaret. And then the next night at my other job at the Space Center, we're having an adult party called Cosmic Nights where we serve booze and we have games and lectures and shows all to do. This month's theme is all on Ultima Thule, which is a world way beyond in our solar system. It is the furthest place we've ever visited oh. uh, with a spacecraft. Uh, we visited it on January 1st and we're just getting like a lot of like pictures from it now. I didn't know that's how you pronounced it. Have you seen like Ultimate Thule? Yeah. Uh, as what I thought it was pronounced, but it, a lot of people say Ultimate Thule. Okay. So that's on January 24th at the Space Center. Cool. February 14th, we're having a val- nice Valentine's night. Uh, Jody Glenham is going to be playing some songs in the planetarium oh. while I narrate some things about the stars. It'll be um, nice and cute for all the lovers out there. Nice. Yeah. You and Jay can go. Um, I'm playing. A no, sh- you can come too. Like you're, if you uh, bring bring Hank. Hank would ruin it. <laughs> He'd He's steal the spotlight. So cute. Um, I have a show on the fifteenth of February, day after that. Yeah. At Celebrities. Oh yeah, oh. that's so exciting with Mr. Marillo. And I also have a Garbage Dream show on the first of February at the Toast. So check it out. I will, Alicia. So my next come draw with me is March 23rd, but you can come see me on the 25th at Little Mountain Gallery. I'm on a show there doing, I'm going to do some stand-up. Um, the next come draw with me and the last one before summer is April 27th at Little Mountain Gallery. The March 23rd show is the late show and the April 27th show is the early show. And then uh, we start again in September. And so it's like, it seems very far away. But uh, we have a very long break. I didn't even realize it until looking at dates. <laughs> Gosh, I'm not going to make any money then. Time. I love money. Well, if you, the listener, love giving money mm-hmm. to us, mm-hmm. you can do that at our Patreon. Uh, thank you to everyone who does already donate. We love you. And I will be putting some new stuff on there. ASAP. 
and if you want to buy a tote bag, you can do that at our Retail Nightmares Big Cartel website, where you can also buy Jay Arner's comic, Now Me See Me. Also, maybe soon, Now Me See Me too. Yeah, that's that's everything. Everything? Everything? Everything. That's everything. Bye. You heard it here first. Thanks Have a great week, everybody. Take care of yourself and others. <laughs> Flavortown. Flavortown. Bye. 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 Bye.